Thank you for listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast, the podcast to students, by students, for students. Well, welcome everyone to the 2x4 Student Podcast. This is episode 38, and I am joined by the one, the only Hayden Woodworth. Welcome, Hayden. Hello. Um, so we have a little bit, of, a little bit of bad news. Well, bad news, good news. We got a little bit of bad news. Uh, Cass, Cassie can't be with us uh, this this time, and um, and but I but we do think that Alyssa is going to join us imminently. That's your big SAT word for the day. Uh-huh. Imminently. That means it's could could happen any second. So she is uh, getting home from school and uh, driving home, hopefully safely, and she'll be. You'll hear her, the uh, doorbell go off here any second now. Um, but the reason why we're uh, recording in such this in a, in odd fashion this week, normally, as you some of you faithful listeners will know, that we record on Sundays, usually Sunday mornings at some point. Um, well, today is Tuesday, and we like to be consistent in our Wednesday morning um, episode publish publishing. So um, we weren't able to do it on Sunday uh, because um, we were actually, we we're actually away this weekend. Many of us were away this weekend. Wait, it was all of us. It was, it was all four of us were away yeah. uh, on winter retreat this weekend. And, uh, and so that kind of put, put a little uh, wrench in the works as old people say, fly in the ointment. I have never understood that expression, but I've never one, even heard that. Expression. Yeah. Fly in the ointment, wrench in the works. Um, I don't know. Insert your insert your old person <laughs> saying <laughs> here, but anyway, we, we couldn't uh, record on Sunday, so here we are on Tuesday. But we thought it would be fun, Hayden and I, and soon to be Alyssa, joining us um, to to talk about uh, a little bit about retreat. But um, of course, almost no one, perhaps no one, who will listen to this podcast went on retreat. So, we, but we thought we would take the we would take the theme and just kind of share with you some of the things that, uh, that we picked up from talking about that theme and then maybe applying it to what do we do now? What do we, what do we do now with that? So, uh, so the theme this year was rooted. And I think the idea behind that was what are you rooted in? What are you investing in? That was, that's a term that we've used recently on the podcast. Um, where, do, where does your strength come from? Might be another one. When you think of roots, you think of plants and trees and, and the, you know, the roots underground that, that pick up the nutrients, um, provide strength and sustenance. So Hayden, what just, just like top of your head kinds of thoughts, what, what, what did you take away? What did you learn? Is there anything that stuck out for you from, um, things that we experienced? Well, I, Really, I really like the um, the rooted theme, mostly because when you, it's like a, you have, when you think of roots, you automatically think of like a tree, like a, a deep, deep rooted, um, holding up a tree, making it strong, keeping you straight and tall or uh, not letting you fall over. Well, when you put that into your life and you have to be rooted by the right things or else you'll fall over. If you have a tree that's rooted in just uh, very wet soil, it'll fall over. It'll, um, or like uh, very rocky, it'll probably die. Mm-hmm. But um, 
So it's very important to have your life rooted in the right things. And I brought up the question, like, what, what am I rooting my life in? What am I putting first in my life that um, really, what am I investing myself into? Um, and will that uphold, will that hold me up for my life? Will um, that keep me going? And so it just really made me question how I was living and it made, it made it much more of a personal type thing. And um, another thing that I thought was cool was uh, one of the speakers there talked about um, who you are and what you're defined by. But he also, um, he brought up a cool thing. Like he said, you're not defined. He was talking about who God made you. But then he also said, like, what have you done in the last week of your life that he said, I'm trying to remember. He was talking about the last week of your life. You, the last, what you've done in that last week is who you really are. Yeah. And so I thought that was really powerful. And I, so I, it caused me to look back on my week and really evaluate myself and see like the things that I focused on, the things that I thought about in my free time, the things I did most of the time. That's really who I am. If that's what I'm going to in my free time and thinking about when there's nothing else to do. And so this week I've tried throughout my day, like today, Today is what defines who I am. So I should spend my time uh, focused on the Lord and focus on the Bible and um, joyfully doing my school. And so that's what defines. So that's how uh, that's how I'm defined by the things that I've done. Now, there's obviously God knows who you are and God uh, tells you who you are in his word. But the things that you do um, are the things that make you up. And I think it's very important to. Uh, see what you're doing and um try to do what god asks yeah yeah i thought that i also thought that was a that was a fairly good assessment to think back over the last uh, seven days of your life and what kind of attitude you've had and what kind of habits you've had and and how you've conducted yourself and where your thought life has has been a pretty good pretty good assessment of of where you are and someone might i i suppose rightfully say but this past week has just been a really cruddy week, like a, like an abnormally cruddy week. So it's not a very good representation. But I also think that um, I also think that you can, because no one's life is perfect. I think you can look at really any situation and wherever your past week has been, how your um, how your spirit, I guess, and your mind, and your thoughts and your reactions, how they have interacted with the storms, I suppose, uh, that, that came about. Cause that's a pretty good indication of where your trust is, uh, as well for some reason. And I, I wish I could recall why, for some reason I was thinking about the storm, uh, that the disciples were in when Jesus was in the boat, but he was asleep. And it really just made me kind of think of the fact that sometimes Jesus sleeps in our storm. And it's not that he's not caring. Of course, he's present and he's right there. But Jesus does not, Jesus is not concerned naturally what we get anxious about. Like what makes us anxious does not make Jesus anxious. Um, and it wasn't until they called on him 
and, and kind of in a belligerent accusatory way, like what's your problem, dude, don't you even care that we're about to die? So kind of in a, in a jagged abrasive way, but it wasn't until they addressed him that he, that he like, first he scolded them, but then he actually did something uh, about the storm. So even for those who are listening, who might be in a storm right now, uh, and you're not sure why, or maybe you're on edge, or maybe you're grumpy, or maybe things are just, you know, you've, you've become agitated because of the problems that you're facing. Jesus is still right there. He's still with you. Um, and he can still address the storm, but you know, I think, I think it takes an invitation on your part, mm-hmm. uh, to some, to some degree. So yeah, I think that's a very important point too. Like if, if, Jesus does care about your um, feeling and how anxious you are, but he, he might, he might not be anxious with you. And it should be a really calming fact because he's over all of it. He's overcome the world. You don't have to worry about those small things. In your yeah. Life. Um, it should be very, should take away a lot of anxiety. If you think yeah. And I think there's an important difference between understanding that, that God cares about the things that you care about, but he's not anxious about the things that you're anxious about. Like if you have, if you have a test on Thursday, he cares about that test. Um, but if you're anxious about that test, he's not anxious about that test. And I think that's an important uh, differentiation uh, for us to make. And I think it also spurs us to hand over to him whatever we happen to be anxious about. I've said, I've said many times that God will do more with whatever you give him than you could ever do with it. And so whatever you're facing whether that's a great thing or a lousy thing, whatever you're facing, if you'll give it to him, he'll prove to you that he can handle it better than you can, whatever, whatever it is, whether that's a test on Thursday or whether that's the death of someone you love and are close to, uh, whether it's an estranged relationship or a conflict or something going on with your parents or your employer or whatever that happens to be whatever is weighing on your mind, God cares about it, but he's not stressed the way that we mm-hmm. get stressed about it. Of course, because we know from God's word that he sees the end from the beginning. So yeah, I, I think you're right. Hayden. I think we should take comfort in knowing that. Um, so to me, that kind of plays into something that that's maybe a little more universal than the theme of a particular weekend winter uh, retreat. And I think it has to do with just being honest with where you are, where I am in our uh, priorities, in our, in how our heart is aligned, um, where our, where our mind goes when it's free to go, wherever it wants to go. That's a pretty good indication of, you know, those, those priorities and those affections. So, um, last, uh, in the last couple of weeks on our podcast, we've talked about goals, I think, or, or maybe have alluded to, maybe we haven't outright talked about it, but talking about goals. And here we are still, still at the beginning of a, of a new year and wanting to kind of lay some tracks for where would I like to go this year? What would I like in my life to be different than it was last month or six months ago or 12 months ago? What do I, what do I hope to accomplish something I want to do? Um, so Hayden, have you, have you thought this, this month about any of those things for, for your life. And I'll, and I'm, I'd like to hear from you and then maybe I'll share a couple of the ones that I've, that I've thought about. Like personal goals, you mean? Yeah. That kind of a thing. Yeah. I'm, 
I struggle for some reason with setting goals. I try, um, I guess really the thing is a lot of the goals I try to set my, for myself, I really don't want to do. <laughs> and I'm not very good at uh, keeping along with things that I don't want to do. I procrastinate them a lot. Um, yeah. But a couple of things I've been doing, I started a devotion um, from the chosen devotion book that my sister got. And uh, I've been going through those every night. Um, I've really tried to be more diligent with my schoolwork, yeah. um, just things like that. Um, trying to get more time in with my family, like my siblings and stuff. Cause sometimes I'm just up here working and I don't ever get uh, time to be with them. Yeah. So, and I know my brothers love to uh, play sports and do stuff with me like outside. And so I try to spend more time with them. And so those are three of my, no, I wouldn't say goals, but like, uh, I guess things I'm trying to do more of. So I guess, yeah, goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. And I've never been a, a huge guy for resolutions in the past, but I certainly, I want to keep progressing and growing and learning. Um, I don't, I don't want to be the same guy I was six months ago or, or 12 months ago. Um, I want to have new thoughts. I want to have progressed uh, in some ways. Um, I've had the opportunity um, to, and I know this isn't a video podcast, but I've had, had an opportunity uh, to lose some weight over the last um, several months, uh, which, which has been great. Um, one of the goals that I, that I have for, uh, for this year is, is a minimum of 50 ounces of water uh, every day. Um, I want to uh, read books. Now I'm a terrible reader. Like I, it takes me forever uh, to read a book. So if you're listening and you are, you've just blitzed through books and you retain information and you know, you're transformed by, by you. you know, books, that's awesome for you. <laughs> it's just, that's just not me. It takes me, uh, it takes me a while. So I, yeah, I get excited about books and I start yeah, them and yeah. I don't finish them. So yeah. I'm like in the middle of like yeah, yeah. 20 books. <laughs> same yeah same with me i got a lot, a lot of books going on uh i need to finish um i need to finish um well what's the name of it um at your best at your best by carrie newhoff is is really really good uh i'm i'm then i'm gonna read uh, gay girl good god and i also am finishing uh born again this way which is a another awesome book by um um, I believe Rachel Gilson, hopefully I'm getting her name right. Fantastic book. I recommend uh, any, any believer who just loves people and wants to do a far better job uh, of loving uh, our friends in the LGBTQ uh, community. Fantastic book. Um, and then the next one, I actually, I actually bought one this past week. Funny you said that, Hayden. I bought another one this past week. And they can be, they can be slightly addictive. I once heard someone say we buy books because we think we're buying the time to read them, <laughs> which I think is such a, such a funny uh, observation and, and so very true. Um, but uh, eight, I think it was 8,000 steps a day is my, is what I, is what I shoot for um, just on my step count. Um, there are, there are other things. Oh, I want to create, I want to create a new income stream. I, and I have no idea what that is, but an additional income stream. That's just one of my financial goals uh, that I have uh, for this year. Um, 
Yeah. So I, I, I've got uh, across the room, there's a little book, little notebook that I keep a little pocket size thing. And I wrote, written all this stuff down. So, um, oh, another one uh, was uh, making, making space, making space in a conversation. Hold on just a second. We might have, we might have Alyssa coming in and joining us. This is so exciting. So we had a little tef- technical difficulty and Alyssa was having a hard time getting in, but now I see her and hopefully Yay. she, yes, Alyssa is here. Welcome, Alyssa. Alyssa, thanks for not making liars out of us because we started the podcast saying at some point, <laughs> Alyssa hopefully is going to be joining oh. us. So um, we were just doing a little recap of our um Winter retreat, yes, but also, but more specifically about the whole idea of being rooted and what you're rooted in and how that drives your motivation. Uh, and then it's kind of like morphed into where we just started talking about goals and things that we want to accomplish and kind of laying the tracks of where we want to go uh, this year. So um, I know that you just walked in the door, Alyssa, <laughs> but um, do you have any kind of top of your head thoughts from the, the whole rooted thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also like some of the things that you hope to, the directions that you hope to go into, uh, this year. Yeah. One thing I thought, like, I thought a lot about after retreat was like, sometimes like this whole idea of being rooted, you know, you have like, kind of these things that like fill you up. You have these things that kind of like give you nutrients and the things that you need to kind of grow in your faith. And I realized like, as much as they talked about like, oh, you're not growing in your faith or like God gives you the opportunity or like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like God like places a watering can right next to us, but we just don't want to reach for it. And there's like times that like, we even like say, I'll water the plant for you. I'll do it for you. And we just don't want to ask. So it's kind of like, it gives us what we need, but I feel like sometimes we're hesitant to like really try or really like put in the effort and we we can like become lazier. Not really, I don't know. I just think this whole idea of being rooted, like it takes effort because you can't just grow on your own. You kind of have to have support. You have to have like God in your life. But I feel like sometimes God gives us all these opportunities and all these things that we can use to kind of grow in our faith, but we just don't want to, or like Mm -hmm. we kind of just kind of push it away because you think, oh, I'll grow at some point. Like there's always like a later, there's always a reason why we can't do it now. And so that's just something I've thought about a lot. Like after that is, you know, like he gives us these, things and these tools that we can grow in our faith with, but like, sometimes we just don't want to, or like, I don't know, sometimes we just don't take the opportunity. So that, I think that's one thing I took out of it. Another thing we talked about is like judgment and like how we turn, like how we turn the tables and like judge other people instead of like Mm -hmm. looking at our own lives and like how we treat people. So I think one thing I really took away is like how often we tend to like judge others and like kind of, I don't know, misplace other people's like place in their faith or want to tell them like where they are in their faith. So I think something I took out of it is just don't, don't judge people from where they are or where they are. Like just love people and help be nutrients for other people, help be something that helps other people grow. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's really good. Um, real quick. One of the, one of the things that, um, that I've learned over the years is that if I prioritize someone else's growth, or if I'm interested and willing to help someone else grow, God will always make sure that I'm a recipient in that growth as well. Like helping other people grow is one of the best ways that I can grow in my own faith and in my own spirit as well. So it's almost like a, it's like a two for one deal that God sets up for us, which I think is just so great. 
So he says, if you, you, you can help others grow, and then you also will grow through that um, willingness mm-hmm. as well. So I don't know. It's really, really cool. That's good. And, and Alyssa, what about you as far as like things you want to do, anything you want to accomplish, any uh, goals you have for this year? I think just in general, reading the Bible more, because I feel like something I tend to do by replacing that is like writing. And I think that sometimes I replace reading the Bible or like time with God with just writing songs and stuff. So I think that, I mean, like historical and like biblical context is such a huge part to songwriting. So I think reading the Bible more will not only help my faith, but help me write better so I, I don't know that's just one main goal it's just i think something everybody should always be like going for more is like reading the bible and making sure that we're really like founded in god's word mm-hmm. yeah yeah now um we're not sponsored by them but the bible project has a brand new app uh that's out and i really recommend it because Alyssa, i couldn't agree with you more that i that i i think sometimes some people get intimidated by this gigantic book or, or collection of 66 books and they don't even know where to start. And when they Mm -hmm. do start, they get instantly confused or they get frustrated or discouraged or they forget, or they don't really see the point. They don't know how to apply it. They don't know how to understand it. They don't know how to study it. So honest to goodness, the Bible project, um, their new app really helps with that. Um, And right along with the, uh, with the readings and the, and the studies, is a podcast that's built into the app. So it literally is going through the entire Bible. I wouldn't say verse by verse, but like mm-hmm. but section by section and yeah. really breaking down words and cultural context and original meaning of languages and things. So um, it's, it's definitely more a marathon than a sprint. So, but you mm-hmm. can take different pieces into like, just bite-sized chunks and not just read for yourself, um, but also listen to these guys that have, and, and ladies who have dedicated themselves to, to really studying and teaching God's word. So I recommend, highly recommend the, uh, the Bible project app. And um, yeah, if you haven't downloaded that, then for sure. Mm-hmm. And one of the fun things, and I don't know if you might think this is fun, but after you get done with a reading section, there is actually like questions that it will ask you. And it's not like, a, oh, cool. you know, like a fail pass fail thing, but it just kind of, for people like me that have a tough time with retention, it helps me to really like, remember the things that I just read. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, and there's like little, not challenges, but like little achievements and things that keep you motivated too. So yeah, really, really fun. I think paper wise, if I were to like recommend a Bible, it'd be ignite. I have this like red Bible mm-hmm. and it kind of has like something along those lines. It has like really cool, like in text, like, I don't know, tools. And one thing is that like every once in a while, like there's like every couple of pages, there's a little bookmark in the page with like yeah. a title, like faithfulness or patience. And it has like just a little, like, I don't know, just insert of like kind of explaining how to be that. And like, it like shows examples of like verses in the Bible where you can find that, like, I don't know, that like fruit. So I don't know. I really like that too. Cause yeah. then you can kind of go on like a search and find yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Great. Good. Any other um, like resources or tips um, that you guys have for, for really anybody who has a goal or goals uh, this year, what would you say to just try and encourage them or, you know, keep, keep people motivated? Uh, I would say there was somebody else. <laughs> it helps uh, keep you accountable and yeah. keeps 
something, uh, you can encourage each other to do it. Um, and then it doesn't seem so like insurmountable. Yeah. I yeah. Think that, that's good. That's what that's I've really learned. good. Yeah. Having that accountability and that support is really huge. And honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter what the goal is. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I said um, is I want to try a pickleball uh, this year. And I'll do, I'll stick with that much, much better if I can find somebody. And I think my wife would like to do it as well, but if I can find somebody or a friend who, you know, says, Hey, let's go play, let's go play pickleball. All right. Alyssa, what about you? What would you say to somebody to give them encouragement and support reaching Um, their goal? I would say like, you're enough or like, don't like any small feat that you conquer anything like that's, that should be like enough. Like you can always do more, but what you've done is always like just trying is enough so I feel like yeah. some people will like start something and they're like oh like I'm terrible at this or like I'm not doing good or like I haven't done as much as I want to quitting is only going to like completely like stop you as long as you keep on trying and doing your best that's all you can do and God sees yeah. the effort just kind of like don't get down on yourself so I think just knowing that you're enough and what you're doing is enough is just yeah. one thing to keep in your mind yeah that's really good. That makes me think of our tendency not to celebrate enough. I don't think, I mean, most people, um, I would guess probably don't celebrate enough. And I think it's important to just celebrate, you know, small achievements, things, things that you do. And it might not be, it might not be the finish line, but you know, you pass the mile marker or something and you can, mm-hmm. you can definitely, um, celebrate that. So I think it's, I think it's good and important to, um, yeah, I think just celebrate yourself and, and, uh, and where you are and Hey, I wasn't who I was. I might not be where I want to be, but I'm not where I was. So yeah. So that's, that's definitely good. Okay. Well, that's, that's been really good. And hopefully our listeners have picked up some, just a little nugget somewhere to, uh, to take with you. Thanks for, uh, Alyssa, thanks for uh, joining us and sorry, we didn't have a, a ton more time and Hayden. My little for- feature. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we hope to we hope to maybe get back on track um, uh, with Cassie next time. But thanks everybody for listening to uh, the Two by Four Student Podcast. Hayden and Alyssa, thanks again, and we'll see everybody yeah. next time. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Two by Four Student Podcast, the podcast to students, by students, for students.